Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I think it's important that we don't go crazy every time we're given new freedoms. And I think that applies particularly in light of the uh, releasing of coronavirus lockdowns around the world. Whether the time is right or not, here in the UK and in many places around the world, the lockdown measures are lifting. We've supposedly seen the worst of COVID-19 and governments would have us believe that the greatest danger is behind us. I'm not so sure they're right. Neither are the scientific advisors. Supermarkets are gradually scaling back the controlling measures they've put in place. There's no longer a queue to get into local stores where a one-in, one-out policy had kept numbers inside to a sedate and socially distanced minimum. The lack of masks being worn by other shoppers and staff is notable too. Businesses and shops are opening up again, assuring their customers that it's safe to return to normality. I've no doubt that their intentions are noble, and I'm sure that if I'd had to close my business overnight, I'd be eager to open again too. There are already signs though that the opening's premature. The UK saw 300 plus deaths per day on at least two days last week from confirmed cases. Compare this to our European neighbours who see less than 100 daily and in some cases single figure deaths. A primary school barely one week into reopening for its youngest students saw seven confirmed cases amongst teachers immediately after teaching resumed. One of our MPs was isolated for testing, having returned to Parliament en masse with 600 plus other MPs after a controversial ruling determined that government business should resume as normal. It was later reported that fortunately their test came back negative, but the karmic message seemed clear. The signs don't look good. Our future seems to be hanging in the balance. I guess that the decision to open up the world again is a balancing act. I wouldn't want to be responsible for finding that balance, frankly. There are pressures upon the physical and mental health of citizens first and foremost. How much longer can we be locked down, isolated from friends and family? Then there's the need to sustain businesses and protect the economy so that there are jobs for us to return to and products and services for us to access in the future. Finally, there's the need to ensure that we're actually able to live our lives. Lockdown can't can't last forever, or there'll be revolution and rebellion in the streets. We need to try and find some semblance of normality and balance in our lives, to capture a feeling of living rather than existing once more. Coming up with rules to govern all this, that are easy to understand and collectively follow, and which balance all the competing needs, must be nigh on impossible. A significant burden of responsibility rests with us all as citizens to do the right thing in each moment and each decision so as to play our part in maintaining that balance. Our role isn't merely to interpret the rules as we see fit and as it suits our agendas. As Deputy Chief Medical Officer for Great Britain Jonathan Van Tam announced the slackening of lockdown controls on 30th of May, he urged that the public shouldn't, as he put it, tear the pants out of it as we rush to get back to our normal lives. 
the threat from COVID-19 is still significant and very present. My worry, as I consider what will happen next, is that adopting moderation and control isn't something that comes naturally to many of us. For every person who maintains balance and moderation in their lives, there are many more who instinctively take things to extremes. I know of many workaholics who push themselves to burnout, and corresponding numbers of those who do the bare minimum to hang on to their jobs. These extreme edge cases are much more common than those who maintain a healthy work-life balance. For all those who live a healthy and moderate life, eating sensibly and exercising regularly, there are many, many more who take up a new workout regime and train for days in a row believing they'll fast-track their results. All too quickly, their resolve is exhausted or injuries stop them in their tracks. There are also many who make big resolutions and start with good intentions to overhaul their health, but who manage to commit to the programme for mere days before giving in. The modern trend towards widespread obesity suggests that many struggle to adopt dietary restraint and moderation. The temptations placed on our way by readily available junk food are tough to resist. Binge drinking of alcohol in the UK at least is commonplace too, suggesting that while many have a functional relationship with alcohol, it's routine behaviour for many to drink excessively on a regular basis. The ease with which consumer credits available to most people and the extent of public debt in the UK and the wider world attests to our innate tendency for recklessly and indulgently spending money we haven't got on stuff we don't need in a bid to make ourselves feel momentarily happy. I could go on, but you get my point. Moderation doesn't come naturally to us. Our natural tendency, when given the opportunity and freedom of choice, is to tear the pants out of it. We want as much as we can get as quickly as possible. Whether this is driven out of fear that the freedom will be taken away as quickly as it was granted, or out of a sense of entitlement to make up for the time lost, the effect is still the same. You only need to scan the media for numerous examples where this is happening the world over as lockdowns are lifted. The crowded beaches and the parks, the cars queuing for the boat launch, the people queuing to get into hardware stores. We're tearing the pants out of life, quite literally. We're going as far as we can go, taking and doing as much as possible. To, it's possible to take and do, as quickly as we possibly can. Just because the world is opening up again, it doesn't mean we have to rush out and resort to our old ways or habits. There's no pressure on us to have to immediately get back out there. We need to fight our innate desire and tendency to take whatever liberties we can do as great as, to as great a degree as possible, right from the off. We need to do the right thing. If we're genuinely at the point where the greatest danger from COVID-19 is past, and I'm not convinced that we are, then surely there's nothing to be lost from a gradual and tentative return to normality. If all that we're going to do by going wild is immediately force another lockdown as second spikes of the disease hit the world over, then that too is a good reason to go tentatively and avoid bringing about further restrictions, surely. A modest return to old ways that can be sustained and enjoyed for the long term is surely better than one binge that puts us back to square one. Or am I missing something? I hope you found that useful and perhaps thought-provoking, thought-provoking, sorry, and I'd welcome your sharing it with anyone who you think may need a reminder of the need not to tear the pants out of it. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood from Kintsugi Life saying goodbye.
You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.